Good tidings, folks of the Concord. This is Storyteller Orin here, looking to fill you in on what's been happening in the story of our unlikely heroes. Jules Roche and Zebulon Black have made it into the final challenge of the Market Games. After a fierce battle of wills, luck, and some mighty spicy peppers, they were beaten in the first contest by Dance Macabre, leader of the rival team, Justice Undying. Down a crucial point, they moved into the second round, a race to defeat some of the local dangerous flora and fauna, and prepare them for cooking into a, a local delicacy. After distinguishing themselves in battle, their team, the Lion, managed to beat their foes by a matter of seconds, and they gained a point. Now, tied with their rivals, their team drops down into a dark dungeon below the third tent, the true arena for the third game. Here, they must meet their enemies in one last challenge. With two possible points alive for both teams, anything can happen in this game of hide and seek. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. That's terrifying. <clears throat> All rise for his honorable David Monroe. Whoa, what is this? <clears throat> tut, 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 tut. I walked up. I, I guess I'm right. We are here I rise. Today. Yeah. I rise. Yeah, we rise. rise? Okay, good. We rise. Do you want me to roll for... If you okay. rise, you rise. I walk in. I walk in. I walk in. I Can I roll stand. insight? No, I go to the stand. What is this? Um, we are gathered here today to see through the case of Stephen Rodriguez v. Christmas Music, as promised last week. Uh, prosecution, Stephen Rodriguez, will you state your argument in front of the court? That's what this is about. Yes. Uh-huh. So, so... Let's hear it. My case against... Some Christmas music is that we as a society. No, well, I mean well, I can't speak. I can't speak for everybody Can else. We, Me myself. Uh, objection! Objection! Go ahead. Can you speak as a simple country lawyer? Why well, I can. There we go. Let's keep going. I, a simple country <laughs> lawyer, do not need to hear the same Christmas song for over a hundred years. A lot of the music that we're listening to <laughs> was recorded like on fucking wax tubes. I don't know, man. Um, I, I respect the art and the artists, but at this point, I can die happy without ever hearing a Bing Crosby Christmas song ever again. I'm fine. Bang, bang, I'm, fine bang, with bang. The, I'm fine with the songs, but can I at least listen to something that was recorded within the last, I don't know, decade? Order! Order in the court! Defense! I do, I do declare. <laughs> I do declare you Mr. a millennial. Yeah, I'll, I'll, totally. I am, for sure. I'll accept that. <laughs> Mr. Wolf of the Defense, let's hear your statement. <laughs> you cannot mess with the sanctity of the holiday season. It is tradition for a reason. It is the season. I do declare. So so you guys, <laughs> you guys enjoy hearing the same exact recording of the same exact song all the time on repeat not all the time it does it doesn't bore not, you not all it doesn't the, bore you not all the not all the time you don't want to throw in a justin timberlake every now and again not for christmas <laughs> <laughs> didn't he do christmas songs i'm sure he's, he's gotta have a christmas album justin timberlake gotta have a christmas album i mean yeah i mean if if it happens to come on i'll enjoy it sure yeah 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 but when i want when i want them good holiday feels you want the all right um, see, I'm, I'm just going to say I'm sick of the Mariah Carey song, but I would rather hear the Mariah Carey song than oh, any no. of those other 80, 90, 100 year old fucking Christmas, Christmas songs. I mean, okay. I will say I, I, I do enjoy more 
modern versions of the classic Christmas songs. All right, see, now we're getting somewhere. Like, That's kind of all I'm saying. All right, all right. I mean, I can't argue with that. I just want to hear Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer recorded after my parents were born, maybe, I guess. Like, I mean, is that too much to ask? That's fair. So I can That's truly fair. be impartial in this because I don't, I don't hear music. What are you talking about? If I don't want to hear something, it doesn't happen in my brain. Oh, well, like I just I, I face things out. So like yeah, I haven't heard. I don't think I've heard a Christmas song yet. Hmm. Yeah. I hmm. think uh, I think David's trying to pit us against each other before uh, <laughs> before a critical critical game here. <laughs> oh, teamwork won't be important at all this session. No, Not at all. No. 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 What's a team? Yeah. Hate each other. Can't spell Zebulon without team. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> well, you're in character. That, that, oh, that, that's going on the first t-shirt. Yeah. No, first t-shirt, I thought about this, first t-shirt has to be like a D20 on a one with like horseshoes around it, like as if impressing ground. It just know, says, one not is one horses. 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 Yeah. Not one horses. Not one is always I would horses. love that. I'd be so happy. See, me something you want to say. I think we've cleared up this Christmas debacle. We haven't. Still a fucking tied up knot of nonsense, but hey. Well, we're talking about well, we're talking about Christmas, and I I Christmas. wanted to I wanted to share uh, I wanted to tell you guys about a little recipe that I'm going to make for Christmas. Rachel and I are going down to her family's for Christmas, and uh, one of the things I'm going to bring they're doing like a big potluck. I'm going to bring a loaf of soda bread, not just any soda bread. Go on. This soda bread is going to start with cranberries that I'm going to infuse. With some sugar and some orange rinds in vodka, I'm going to do that for about a week. Oh, the result! The result will be one, a delicious cranberry liqueur, and oh. two, cranberries that are vodka infused. So then I'm going to take these vodka infused cranberries. Can you finish this? But also, as a simple country lawyer, it would sound so sexy. I'm going to take... Oh, my God. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> these vodka-infused cranberries. I'm weak. <laughs> and, and some and some white chocolate, some white chocolate chunks. You break oh that up. Oh, God. And I'm going to bake those into this traditional Irish soda bread. Holy hell. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Um, I heard about this on Milk Street Radio. Big fan. Like to listen. He's in Vermont. Hey. Yeah. Oh, nice. Hey. So that's where I got this recipe from, and I'm hoping to wow the family. I was going to say, I hope they don't mind having a, a total stranger on Christmas. <laughs> I'll, I'll make you guys a loaf. I'll make you guys a loaf. I'm, I'm, I'm coming. Yeah. I'm coming down. <laughs> because cause this is kind of, I mean, like, it's going to take a week just to make the cranberries. So um, I'll make a big batch of them. I'll make a big batch. Oh, hell yeah. And I'll bring some cranberry liqueur as well. <sighs> that sounds in. Incredible, Stephen. Maybe I can even get David to have a teaspoon. So those of you who are out there wondering why we keep Stephen around, it's uh, it's this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like being home cook. I like being home cook. We love it too. Stephen, Jeremy, any other Christmas matters to attend to, or do you want to get into this game? I think we covered it for the for the moment. All right, because we're not doing this again until next year. This is the last, I believe, episode do we for know that? Christmas. Do we know that? My heart tells me it's true, so I know that. So we released 12 this Monday. Yeah. Yeah. So then this is 15? Yeah. Yeah, this would be the last Christmas one. Okay, yeah. Yeah. 
Yep. And then, well, Merry and Christmas, then guys. Think, it's been fun. And then next episode is, at least in recording time, David's birthday episode. Recording time the week after that is my birthday episode. So listeners, he's talking about like about one or two weeks, the one and two weeks before this episode right. airs. This is the this is the end of the... Wait, it's the second week. We're going to confuse the shit out of the listeners here. Anyway, no matter what day <laughs> it is, I hope you're having a wonderful Christmas time. Have a great Christmas. Merry Pants Christmas. People. What? He's... He's trying to make he's trying to make pants people a thing. I want oh, to make it a thing. People. It's gonna be a thing. I like zipper heads better than pants people. But zipper heads sounds like a football thing. We're not. We're not. You football. don't know much about football, do you? We're not jocks here, Stephen. <laughs> the denim degenerates. We're the opposite of that. <laughs> I do like that. Denimenerates. <laughs> I like that one better. There you go. You guys are in a cellar. Last we left off, you were walking over this sort of translucent, thick glass floor. Tink, 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 tink. Uh, moving away, this crowd building up around you as people come in to watch. Now, this time around, we're not going to hear the announcements uh, as this game is starting off. That's what you were told. Because if you have to go down there, you have to get ready. The trap door opens. You see a sort of ladder going down into, into darkness. Maybe there's a very dim light shining in a corner of that room, a flickering lantern light. And you move in and you just start tink, doom. Climbing the rungs down. And you find yourself in a room. It's about uh, 60 feet wide by 20 feet long. So pretty wide looking room filled with, uh, in the corners, just tons of of crates just built up on one side. Uh, Some barrels, like a big sofa in one spot, uh, a table. And you see this hanging silk drapes um, just kind of here and there all about the place. It's pretty messy. Looks like some sort of storage uh, for furniture and for just like backup silk garments. But you know what it really is. Some kind of arena for some kind of game. You're holding these two caterpillars in your hands. Big, like kitten-sized, fuzzy little caterpillars. They're adorable as hell. I you know, know that. sounds really freaky, by the way. I'm sorry to interrupt. Just... <laughs> it's terrifying, but also adorable. It's like the it's like the animated spider everyone loves, but I hate with a passion. Um, you know the fucking spider. I don't know. The listeners know. So this... <laughs> sure. <laughs> These caterpillars. Yeah. Uh, you got them on you right now. When you choose to, you basically can turn them and fix them to a point. When you fix them to, well, to you, they're going to attach with a, a silk line, and they will not attach again. That line breaks from them being pulled off of you, from the line being severed somehow. You lose a point because you need them affixed to you when you reach the other side. That's the idea. But you get to choose who takes them. One person can take them both. One, two different people can take one each. So, so let's talk about this this line real fast. I'm imagining that you know out the back end of a caterpillar. That's kind of like where it would come out of. I thought it was the mouth because of Pokemon. Oh wow! You know what? <laughs> I understand what that sounds like. It's the back end now. That's fine. Well, I mean, am I thinking about a spider? That's just what I was thinking about. I mean, I'm not an entomologist. Hang on, I'm gonna roll dice about it. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. To the ass. I'm gonna telephone about it. <laughs> um, where they're, does... they're fantasy? They're tuck crow caterpillars. They might be a real thing, but these are fantasy tuck crow caterpillars. Fantasy caterpillars. And it comes out of their ass, Stephen. Okay. <laughs> the dice have decided with a nine. All right, I'll, I'll leave it. At, I'll leave it at that. All right. So, so what I'm saying is, because you seem to be a little, you were a little hairy about. Oh yeah, you can. You, you seemed like the default was to just pull off the caterpillar. Yeah. Not just cut the line. You cut the line. It's gonna be a little tricky. I mean, I mean, it's it, be trickier it, 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 than tricky just grabbing either. the caterpillar. It'll be tricky either way. Just don't hurt the caterpillar. Tell you what, if you so, try to wait. cut the line, you miss terribly. 
Like you're a little one on that bad boy or something real low. Well, I mean, like I, I imagine that you could just like use a finger and cut like a spider web. Yeah. I mean, either way, that would work. Um, it's going to be the same. So let me tell you what this is going to look like cutting, mechanically. Cutting the line isn't hurting the caterpillar? Uh, no. No. But if you if you miss and hit the caterpillar, that's bad. Don't do not do that. These are Madame Culp's little babies. I think she was like, you as she walked in the room, she was like petting them. And, oh, right. So my maybe I'm making this a little more complicated. Little baby. Just, just grab the bad boy. Here's the thing. You can cut them. It's going to be the same check. I'll, I'll break this down for you. 12 plus your dexterity. If someone's holding a caterpillar, that's going to be your AC. Unarmored AC, we're going to add a plus two to it uh, because you're grabbing a little thing off somebody. It should be a little more difficult. So it's going to be 12 plus your dexterity modifier. So if you have a caterpillar, that's your AC. You make an unarmed attack or an, or an armed attack, whatever you want to do. If you want to cut it, use a, use a weapon. It should be the same to hit. If you attack lands, you sever it. You grab the caterpillar. That's, that's the game. You find your opponent's. You make that attack, unarmed attack on them. You beat that AC number, which I'll have up for me, and I'll I'll know it for you, and you get that caterpillar. But anything goes here. There's no physical harm allowed to be done between you guys. This is a sport. This is a game. This is fucking football. So, but you can do tricks. You can do magic freely. So, so allow me to understand. It's not so much that we need to collect the caterpillars. Like, let's say Zebulon pulls a caterpillar off of somebody. Like, he can just set it down on the ground and yep. leave. Like, yeah. he's not going to... Okay. Okay. You're just breaking the line. They gotcha. will not form another line. Yep. They're trained to only create one when you decide. Uh-huh. That's it. You fuck up choosing who it's on. Oh, well. It's stuck on them. I understand. Okay. Okay. Cool. So, let's talk about this room. You drop into this room. You see this, like, this wide area around you. You see that in uh, one corner of the room, there's a single lantern shedding this dim light. I think, like, the far corners of the room are all still in, in shadow because this light is not very much. You look up. As the trapdoor closes, all the sound above you, gone. Just quiet. You can hear, like, just a little bit of, of, of sort of a room noise. Be a clock in the corner. But everything's eerie here. You see that the dim light of the lantern is shedding onto a, a long, like, black silk curtain covering what looks like the only exit in the room. And this is to the, the upper sort of far um, left of the room. No, from where you're coming down and looking. This curtain seems very, very thick. And I will tell you now, they're going to act as sort of a blackout curtain. They're going to muffle sound from outside the room. They're going to muffle any light from outside the room. There could be a full-on light in the next room. You wouldn't know. These curtains are something else. You also see lit by the same lantern right next to that, there's a little sign that just says, like, there's, I think there's a little bell hanging, actually, right over over the uh, the door, and a sign under it that just says, wait for the ding. And under that it says, uh, affix your caterpillars in the meantime, and be ready. Who's going to take these caterpillars? I mean, I don't think it should be me. I think I'm going to go be somewhat sneaky. Yeah, I think... Uh... I think the safest bet here is definitely at least uh, this John Franklin over here. What? Me? <laughs> I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm not exactly fast. My no. armor is impenetrable, but, well, I can't exactly use it in this one, can I? Well, what's your, what's your unarmored AC? My unarmored AC? Well... That's actually on your page and not mine. Oh, that's totally let me true. let me open your shit real quick. Right, 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 right. You gotta remember who your sidekick <laughs> is. On, Seb. On, <laughs> Just like open my stuff. I didn't expect this. I believe it's gonna be ten. 
because I think he has a uh, 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 straight up plus zero on Oh, decks. plus zero to decks, yeah. Yes, okay. okay. No, sorry, 12. It's 12 plus zero. 12 plus zero. So he has a straight 12. What's your dex bonus? Zero. Okay. And Chester's? Oh, what is Chester's? Plus two. Oh my god, how is Chester our fucking ringer? Chester has a 14 in this. I mean, you also have a high dex. Well, yeah, right, but... But you want to get out there with your dark vision and, like... I get that, I get that. Or these things will glow faintly in the dark, but it won't be enough to, like, full-on expose you. You can still hide. And basically what they want to see is they want to see these things glowing so they can see them from above. That's how they spectate if people have dark vision, if people are going in into the straight shadows. They can see, on their side, they can see fully what's going on down here. I see what you're trying to do, You just can't see back through. It's it's an enchantment. I, I still... I still think the plan that we discussed outside of, of this session here. Oh, plans. Okay. So, I mean, we can still do one on Jean Franklin. Yes. Do you still? Do you want to do the other th- one on Jules? Stick to this, the same. This is fucking us up. <laughs> Son of a bitch. That's a, that's a I, plus I two, though. I know. That's a big difference. I know. That would mean... You play in that Chester role. Oh, and you... Okay. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah? Uh, yeah. I mean, if it's a if it's a dim enough light where you can still... Right. ...get around. Right. And he can still do his thing. Hey, Jules, do I know the plan? Or are you going to tell me the plan? I suppose we should kind of let these guys in on it. All right. You want to just like fade out? You want to like do a huddle and you're whispering and it kind of fades away from you guys for yep. a sec? Okay. Whisper <laughs> montage. Yep. <laughs> really, Jules? Wow, that's all right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know 90% of the plan, so. Yeah. Well, I suppose that might be a good idea if you're an idiot, but <laughs> sure, whatever. Go on. I, I will I'm say, useless in this challenge anyway. We really don't have that, like, we don't have many tricks <laughs> no. up our sleeve. No. We right. pretty much know the plan. All right. So the plan is. You want to you Sean Franklin's going to take one. And Chester's going to take one. Okay. So that's who yep. the bad boys are getting fixed to. All right. Uh, yep. What part of the body, just for just so we can all visually see? Uh, head, shoulders, or maybe like top of the back are the best options so you can see from above? What do you think? Back I mean, is there, back a, mechanical, the is there a mechanical yeah. difference? No. I mean, I guess just Flavor. right here, like on the sternum, right? Is sure. That, yeah, that's fine. That might, Yeah, that might be better. So, I mean, no one can, so that they have. No one can sneak up behind them. No one can stick up behind them and they have the use to use of their arms to cover it up. And the enemy's caterpillars are going to be right on their backs, right? Uh, Behind their eyes. <laughs> yeah. I want to copy what you're doing. I like your thoughts. I mean, Those are nice. This is exactly what you promised us just like 10 minutes ago before we started recording. <laughs> Slip David a 20. Put the caterpillars on their <laughs> no, backs. I know. I know. I know where they are actually already. And uh, they'll stay where I know they are. I have my own plans and they are disgusting. Yeah, I'm really not looking forward. I think we're gonna. Who brought Who brought their car key to the game? Car key? Anybody? I don't David? know. David, is that your car key? Whoever's it is, oh, I'm yes, about to is. set off the alarm. <laughs> so, I'm trying to figure out. Um, that, that's what you get when you bring your car keys into a DVD. You don't want to lose it. <laughs> um. All right. Any other questions before this begins? I, I don't think asking any more questions is going to help one bit. Okay. I think we just have to go into it and just exactly. see what happens. I think we got to just trust our play and just go. Yep. We're going to the map. Sounds like a vampire lair. I thought it was hide and seek. It's scary hide and seek because <laughs> your futures depend on your ability to, to hide and to seek. To reach the other side with your caterpillars intact. And you know how, how skillful 
these rivals of yours are. You know they're going to be out there, too, making their moves. I want you both to roll initiative now for both of you and your psychics. Steven, I will let you have the inaugural roll in your Ooh, new dice tray. The first in the dice tray, yeah. Let me pull up my... Oh, God damn. That's just an eight for Zebulon. And that is a 16 for Jules. Nice. Not bad, Jules. <clears throat> Let me find. About expected, Zebulon. Thanks. Yep. 10 for Jean Franklin. Oh, my God. I love that. Oh my god, my initiatives. Nope, that's not so good. I can't believe I beefed initiative. Wait, what what did you say Chester's initiative was? Plus his dex? Yeah, uh, dex modifier. Yes. Okay. And that's a 17. Damn, Chester. And it's uh okay. So you actually tied with one of mine, but you have higher, so you will go before that. <sighs> oh man, I needed that early roll. Shit. Yeah. Okay. If I had a fucking button. <laughs> if only. You're all kind of waiting, waiting, smelling the, the 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 scent of faded spices in the air. The air is thick and cloying here. That 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 tropical heat is just like really sort of held up in this place. It's very 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 sweaty. And you're waiting. Somewhere above you, there must be some kind of noise cancellation uh, built into this this ceiling between, because you can barely hear the the crowd up top. Though you know they must be roaring with anticipation, but you can hear just muffled a maybe like a a voice shouting loud. <laughs> Damn it! It's good sound work. Yeah, it was great. And then that was terrible. Hang on. Does that that sounds like a bell? Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, okay. I mean, it's a bell. Yeah, you, if you, you say you, it's you, a bell, yeah, you said it's a bell, so yeah, it sounds like a bell. It's a it's a weird bell. You hear the bell. You think it's a bell. Is that a bell? You look and it's a bell. It's the bell. It's ringing. You know it's the bell. Do you want to try a bell sound? Nope. <laughs> Actually, that was pretty good. Hey. It sounds like it sounds like that. Jeremy is the bell. This bell is just ringing off its fucking hook. You don't know what's going on. Um, <laughs> but the game begins, gentlemen, and you move. I don't. Not until like the end, because <laughs> I'm gonna take my moves real quick here. Because crappy initiative roll. Um, okay, I've made my first opening moves. You don't see. So let me cue the audience on something. This is actually the first time I've ever used dynamic lighting. In a, in a campaign. And I thought it would be cool. I know we're, we're going to try to describe as they go into each room what it looks like, but I want to bring the sense of tension into the game that, that these players are hopefully going to feel as they move through this dungeon, not knowing where their rivals could be. I think dynamic lighting really, really brings that home. So basically what this means is in-game, uh, on this map we have set up for them, as they move around corners, their light will sort of show up. Like so, so Zebulon, for instance, we haven't talked about this live. Um, Zebulon is using the Dragonborn stat block, uh, but he is technically a half-dragon. Uh, because Dragonborn are generally considered very underpowered, and because Dark Vision isn't... Basically, giving them Dark Vision will bring them around even with a lot of the other races. Uh, I have given Zebulon 60 feet Dark Vision to match with the half-dragon, you know... Uh, it's, it's, it's what they have. You know, half-dragons live in hordes. They live in caves. Of course, you should have Dark Vision. So, 
Zebulon on your screen, you're going to see 60 feet of light all around you because in this place, you can see this sort of monotone, gray, dim light where there's darkness. And where there's dim light, you can see it like day. Thank Atosh. It's very nice. Jules, however, has only the dim lantern behind him to go by, and the other members of your party as well can see nothing in the darkness. You might need to figure something out, Jules. You can grab that lantern and take it with you, but the lighting isn't mm-hmm. great. You're going to have disadvantage on perception checks and rooms with that dim-lit lantern. What are you going to do about it, Jules? But you'll have checks. Something. All right, then. I figured out uh, with, with I that. To see on the my fly. pants. There you go. On see your fly. pants. Yeah. Hey, we no, that it. was a... We got it. Those are two pants puns. <laughs> <laughs> um, with that, it's going to be Chester's turn. He just, like, he gets up to the door as it rings, and he goes to pull the curtain, he turns around. Hey, uh, Jules, this thing's kind of creeping me out. It's, like, moving around and stuff. So the caterpillar's like, all right, under his chest, <laughs> tickling his chin with its its front legs. Ah, Jules. Hey, chest, I, I, I think it's perfectly safe, all right? We just we just got to get, we just got to push through this, okay? All right, yeah. Might, might, might be uncomfortable, but we, we, we got this. All right, let's make it quick, all right? Just, uh, just don't drop it, Chester. And with that, I think he, he will, he'll move over to the room, or I guess, what do you want him to do? It's his turn. Okay, yeah, he... I have control of him, right? Yeah. You do have control of him. Now, in the next room, it's going to be pure dark for Chester right now. Um, he is going to move and grab the lantern. Okay. And just kind of uh, peek through. Great. Let me do a quick alteration to his lighting. Yep. He's going to he's gonna stick his hand and his head through the curtain. The hand with the lantern. Is he going to be in the way if anybody else tries to get through the door? There. Chester has 30 feet of low light now, so he goes up to the door. Oh, okay. Sweet, sweet. Yeah, I think he's, um... Whoa, that's incredible. Isn't that cool? So go ahead and pull him in the next, because you're looking through. Go ahead and move him to the next room so you can see what you see at the, at the five-foot okay. square. So you look in the next room, and you see uh, another small room. It's about uh, uh, 30 feet by, by 20 feet, though, with a sort of diagonal slant down the uh, one wall. So it's it's very narrow on, on the edge you're in and widens out as you go. There's two more curtains in this room, one to the north, one to the east. You also see there's like a number of couches covered in, in, in silk in this room. There's like two sofas, one tiny one for a gnome uh, on, on like the, the, the left wall. Um, sort of on the right wall, there's this big couch, big sofa. There's an empty bookshelf. There's more barrels. Um, just just places to hide all over the place. Now as this dim light goes through the room, casting these dark shadows against the walls, you have to wonder how fast can these guys be? Could they be in here even? Tell me, are they? Roll a check if you want to see. Now, how this is going to work is you can roll perception uh, entering a room for free. But uh, if you want to go in and get a deeper look at things, it'll be a, it'll be a high, lower DC, basically. But okay. you can roll investigation to kind of like get in there as an action and sort of like be peeking through some stuff that you can see. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Chester's going to roll perception. Okay. Give me that perception roll. There it is. Nice. That's a 21. With a 21, he looks around. He feels pretty safe. No ghosts or wink, wink, goblins hiding behind any of these. Hey. Knickknacks. All right, so as he's walking in, I'm actually going to move him. So what, each square is five feet? Yes. Okay. Can I move him here? Uh, Yeah, you should be able to double move, okay, which would so, be, be a total. Yeah, I'm going to double move him to the next curtain. So you're moving up to the northern curtain in that room. Correct. Um, Let's see, do you have enough space to, so you start here. Actually, you know what? Yeah, you could, you could, if, if, if both your actions, you, basically you'll be able to move Yeah, I'm going to move him together. next to the chair here. Okay, all right, so you're hiding out. Yep. 
All right, so he moves into the room. Do you want to try to, like... Actually, you wouldn't have any movement uh, action left to hide, but you're waiting it out. Good? Yep. All right. With that, our first token on your side is on the board. And now I'm going to make a little move on my side. And while I'm doing that, I want you to make your move, Jules. Uh, Jules is going to turn around, look over at Zebulon, and say, Hey, Zeb, do some good work with this. And I'm going to cast Bardic Inspiration on Zebulon. Oh, yeah, man. As a bonus action, a creature other than yourself within 60 feet that can hear you gains an Inspiration die, which is 1d6. For 10 minutes, the creature can add it to one ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. This can be added after seeing the roll, but before knowing the outcome. Sweet. So... What I think would make sense is, do you have an extra die you could give to Steve and put on the side, like a D6, he can look at and remember that that's his inspiration. Dude, I do that all the time. I do that all the time. I always forget that take, I have take this hideous orange okay, die. that's next. So you'll see I that want big... The hideous orange D6. No, because no, no, it's, it's, it's going to remind forget. you because you won't forget it's there. Right. But this okay. is the hideous oh, orange D6. D6. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Take the hideous orange die and you won't forget it because that might be crucial. And that's a shit right there. That's, that's some good ass support. A D6? That could be everything yeah for real in a yep. contest where you just need to hit their AC once mm-hmm. to get one of those damn caterpillars Mm-mm. ding dang Mm-mm. kitty cat pillars yeah that kind of exploded didn't it <laughs> <All right. laughs> a little bit. so that's your move Jules uh yeah I actually have to move Jules into the room alright and I'm good that's gonna be Jean Franklin Jean will do a double move up to up to this door I guess I want to. I want to. So you're going. So John Flynn goes in the room. He moves to the the eastern door, the the right side door. Now let me touch on something real quick, strategically here. When you enter this room, you realize there's a door to the north, there's a door to the east. This means there's two paths through this place, and you don't know which path they're gonna take. If you all go one way and they go the other, boom, they get out with both caterpillars intact and two points for them. You lose one point in here, it's it. It's over. So, keep that in mind. Um, I, I actually think, I think that Jean Franklin has enough movement to get through that door. Okay. Um, so can he do a sidestep like diagonally through the door? So he's like there. Mm, no, that's kind of through the wall. I think that wouldn't quite. You could just step in the room. You also are full on in dark. If he goes in there, he can't see anything. Right. Yeah. Um. I don't know how much it matters. I mean, like, metagaming, I don't know how much it matters because I don't think anyone's going to be in there. But then, in that case, uh, Jean will just step to the side of the door and wait for somebody with right, so waiting in some light to go through. Okay. That's going to be Zebulon, the last one to leave the nest. All right. I counted it, like, eight times with a dash. Zebulon has enough movement to get to that other room here. Okay, so you move... Through the uh, the main room, you move out of your, out of your first room, past Jules, John Franklin, and Chester, and go off on your own with your dark vision, scouting ahead, moving to the northern door and through it. And whoo, you enter a room just like filled with tables. Uh, you see one big rounded table right in front of you. You see a, a desk on the wall, empty with a few crates piled on top of it, silk covering down the desk. Uh, you see another silk covered couch in one corner, another empty bookshelf, more uh, curtains draped in random spots. And you see that this room is also about uh, five feet by by or sorry uh, twenty feet by thirty five feet or so, and there's only one door leading out. Okay. Um, on the eastern wall, or one curtain. 
I would like to bonus action hide. Um, okay. Could I like hide like behind that chair, under that table, sort of thing that are right next to me? Absolutely, you can. I want you to roll stealth for me. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Yeah, that's gonna be a fifteen plus seven. Okay. All right. That's very high. Interesting. And with that, I'll take my last turn here. So while we're in a little break while David rolls, I feel like I, we have to acknowledge there is a barking going on. <laughs> <laughs> that is my wonderful, rambunctious little pug, Danny. His little Daenerys Targaryen. And sorry, guys, you got to deal with it. She is none too happy, though. We love nope. little Danny. She's she, like, be she more just, fair, DM. Yep, she just wants in on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's all she wants. So, yes, it's it's acknowledged. All right. Let me burn a spell slot real quick. And there we go. What was that? Sorry, to say that out loud? I mean, yeah, you did. Yeah, just, you did. Strike that from the record. Jeremy. Object. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we're going back to the top of the round. Okay. Which is actually me. Okay, good. And with that, I get to go again. Zebulon, you have full-on dark vision. So, you're watching from... uh, Describe your hiding place again, Zebulon. So, there's a little little round table next to Zebulon and uh, a chair next to the table. He's kind of crouched down next to the chair under the table. Okay. And I'll say there's like a silk sort of drape covering it, so you're sort of peeking out through that. Maybe like a sheer. Very nice. Yeah. All right. The whole room is dimly lit to your to your eyes, more sensitive to the night. And even in this dim light, though, you can see the curtain moves on the other side of the room, on the eastern wall, and you watch. Stupid dragons is. Oh. Trace is going to find you. Oh, my God. Trace is going to take you. No. The goblin Trace meanders into the room, sneaking, muttering quietly to himself. He looks around. I'm going to roll a perception. His eyes linger over to your spot at the table and move past. I wasn't even worried. I wasn't even worried because I just rolled like a 22. And you watch as he moves over to a corner of the room uh, right by the door where you see there's a barrel and he gets behind the barrel and ducks down to hide <laughs> and wait for you. All right, perfect. This is great. Um, that is incredible. Yeah, yeah so great. you see one of them, and he's waiting. And with that, it's Chester. I think Chester's probably... <sighs> you know where one of them is now. You no. Know, he's going to... He's going to flank the other side of this curtain. Ooh, okay. All right. Anticipating that... They're both on the sides of the curtain, and they're expecting Jules to kind of... To lead the way. To lead the way or, or make the next move. Yeah, all right. Okay. Make that next call. Okay. And that is going to be Jules. Chester just goes up there, and he just kind of looks to you, Jules, and he doesn't want to make any noise. He's right next to the curtain, but he kind of just, like, puts a finger to his head, to his eyes to the, to the curtain and points to you, shrugs. Uh, I'm going to cast Bardic Inspiration on Chester. Oh, shit. Okay. Give yourself a D6. Oh, I love this. 
What does it look like in this case? Like he he, he gestures to you, and you, what do you what do you do to inspire him back? Uh, I think I. I think my I think I can make I think I make my loot glow a little bit. Oh, that's awesome! I, I, I think I channel my uh, I think I channel my inner emotion to kind of go through the loot, give it a little flash. Oh, I love it! What's the emotion? Yeah, I think it's a little flash of blue. Ooh, blue! A little flash of blue, little little shimmery blue. Oh. Oh yeah, that's nice. There's a little shimmer for you. <laughs> what does blue signify? You don't need to tell us. Because we, the audience, wouldn't know. You can't tell us. Even Chester wouldn't know. I just thought of the color. I didn't think of the actual emotion. Yeah. I mean, but it's not like he feels... I think I think he just looks and he sees that his face is awash with this dim blue light from your loot. And he just kind of like... A quick flash of it. And he just smiles. And he gains that D6 Bardic Inspiration. Give yourself that die. Make sure it's oh, out there and yes. ready. Because it may be everything in the rolls to come. Because this shit's about to open up. As we move into the next round. But before that, Jules, you need to go. Yes, I do. And I am also... I'm going to move up to the to the front of the curtain. Oh, shit. Okay. And, uh, oh, by the way, body Inspiration is the bonus action. Yes, yes. You have so, full action still. as my action, I'm going to pull up my rapier and uh, cast light onto it. Oh, shit. Nice. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um. So light. Let me pull it up here. Yeah. Give me the just the how far range it is. I think right, it's light. twenty. I think it's twenty feet. Twenty feet. Twenty feet, and then it's dimmer after that. Let me just should it should it count? Let me just double check. And, the and lights lights the cantrip, right? Yes, it is a cantrip. Okay, so we can do two spells. Yep. Okay. And duration for an hour, or until I cast it again or dismiss it. Um, I touch one object that is no larger than ten feet. Until the spell ends, it sheds bright light in a 20-foot radius and dim light for an additional 20 feet. Um, you pull this thing out, and you shine this light, and you're, the whole room is whoom, flooded with it. All the shadows vaporize on the wall as this bright, bright daylight almost enters this room. Uh, Chester just, like, he's still grinning, beaming at this at this glowing sword. Jean Franklin actually raises an eyebrow and just, like, kind of almost whispers, Nice whack. And, uh... I'm not as dumb as you think I am. And yeah, you have a fully lit room here. You can see everything, except for what's going on behind that curtain. <laughs> and that's your turn? Yep. That's going to be Jean Franklin. Um, Jean Franklin's going to hold, because just like Chester, he's going to wait for Jules to take the lead. Oh my god, this is this next round is going to be so tense as everyone's <laughs> moving in one way. All right, yeah, we're all, this is all set up. This is all build up. I fucking love it. Yeah. All right, and that's... Zebulon, okay. you've just seen your foe moving into this room swiftly, almost as swiftly as you, dashing in here and immediately hiding. Also as a bonus action, goblins can do some pretty cool shit. Also with dark vision, you imagine, because this room is completely black. To anyone in this room, they would see nothing except for the two of you who can just sit there in the shadows right. and wait. So what I want to do is I want to do the, like, classic movie moment where you like toss a pebble and it makes a noise on the other side of the room and Ooh. like the bad guy's like oh shit they must be over there and runs over to the corner of the room could I do like a sleight of hand I, I, this is this is all antics baby I want to see antics up the all fucking right. wazoo this episode do those antics give me a sleight of hand I like that yeah so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to sleight a hand and I want to throw I don't know whatever something um, maybe there's a 
fucking, I don't know, coffee cup on the table that I'm hiding under all the way into that back corner of the room. <laughs> okay. If, if Trace chases this, I want him to go all the way into that back corner. Okay, okay. Oh, come on, baby. Come on, baby. You have that bardic inspiration, too. No, you will. Oh. You, the way it works, I should tell you right now, bardic inspiration. Uh, use it before I say whether or not you fail or pass. Right, something. exactly. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I don't need it on this one. Great, all right. Because um, that's an 18 plus 7. Holy shit. I'm going to roll. Whoa. I was going to, I mean, like, I don't think I can even beat that anyway, but I'm going to roll still uh, my perception to see if I see through that. That was like a rock was thrown. So at this point in time, you don't know anything. You throw that. You hear something. And maybe you imagine it. Maybe you're not sure, but you feel like something stiffens in that corner and like be like tiniest grunt. Okay. But right um, now you don't know. If that was successful or not. Okay, so so in the action economy, what did that cost me? Uh, let's call it a bonus action. Okay. Or an action, your choice. Okay. Your row, you can do a lot of shit with your bonus actions. It's not going to be like, you threw a pebble. That's going to cost the same as dodging, disengaging, hiding, all that shit. So. Right. Um, crap. Now I'm in the position where he hasn't moved yet, so I can't move yet. Yeah, he has to wait till his, yeah. he has to wait till his turn before he can make a move <clears throat> and okay. react to this. So maybe I'm going to show my hand a little bit here to see if I still have time for another action. Um, And you're going to have to tell me whether or not you think it'll work without alerting him. I am the Honorable David Monroe, judge of Christmas music and Dungeons and Dragons. (laughs) I am impartial in all things. So in in my beginning equipment, my rogue beginner equipment, I have... A bag of ball bearings, <laughs> which can be spread oh my God. over, uh, I believe, a 10-foot square. Oh, my God. I love it. I'm like, antics are allowed. And you're like, okay, how about all of them? Like, yeah, just, sure. Why let not? Let me just antic the shit out of this. This can be three stooges Do now. It. Do it. <laughs> oh, yeah, my so, God. So a, a bag of ball bearings. As an action, you can spill these tiny middle balls from their pouch to cover a level square area that is 10 foot on a side. A creature moving across the covered area must succeed on a DC 10 deck saving throw or fall prone. A creature moving through the area at half speed doesn't need to make the save. The only downside with this is it will make a little bit of noise unless you roll very high. Like, you're going to roll sleight of hand, so it's going to be tricky because you're going to roll these out and he he has to not notice them. But I will give you something. Mm -hmm. He might make that move. If you want to hold your action, then you can use this as a reaction oh. on his turn. When he does, if, if you could say, I would like to um, prepare to, when if he moves to this point, I will throw these ball bearings out under him as he moves. That is totally allowed. It'll cost your reaction between rounds, but that's not a huge cost. And it's, yeah. Do you want to go for that? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. That's okay. very generous. Okay. That's a very no, very no. That's I think good. that's by the rules. Oh, perfect. Even better. Very enticing offer. Yeah, you can you can use you can if you prepare an action as long as the thing that you prepare for happens, which in this case is him moving, uh, your action becomes your reaction. Okay, great. Yeah. So yeah. Ooh, this is this is this could work. I'm I'm, I'm looking you know several moves ahead here, right. and I, I might will be tell able to you do this. something here. You have seen him. 
You did not see a caterpillar. I should tell you that much. I, I kind of figured that you would okay. have mentioned it. All right. Yeah. Go right. Especially because you would see it pretty well with dark vision and the glowing. Um, mm-hmm. In this room, Jules, as you cast that light, the caterpillars on uh, Chester and John Franklin, they like they they're no longer glowing or as noticeable, I guess, since the light's now filling the room, um, which is kind of a nice little perk. Okay, Zebulon, that's you. You're just, like, under there. You throw out thing, and as you wait to see what he does, you, like, grab this pouch off your belt, I imagine, with these ball bearings, and just open it up, hold the string, staring there, smiling and ready for fucking hijinks up the wazoo today. And now it is me again, my turn. And you're sitting there in front of this curtain, Jeremy. You, Chester, Jean Franklin, all waiting. And suddenly the curtain is thrown open. Holy shit. And this Haringon pepper steps through. <laughs> Just looking at all of you. And that's where this round ends. Curtain oh closes God. behind him. You see the faintest light entering that room and closing as he bursts out. And this oh, like stand no. there like staring around, almost terrified. Um but that was his whole that's all he could do. That's all he could do this round. I had to move I had to move for it. But he oh my God. steps in front of you all. <laughs> fucking you see him. That is all that happens. And now we're moving into the next round where things might just get a little spicy. And now that we've made contact. A little hairy. little hairy. hairy. little greeny because it's a goblin. I think this test is really heating up now. Really beginning now. Let's change up the music. Yes. Yes. Okay. With that, I make my move. First move is done. Second move happens now. And the second move is going to be this goblin. Come on, baby. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. <laughs> you see, it's just another table. You see the goblin go, <laughs> and he just starts running full sprint across the room. Hell yeah. Oh, and he passes shit. by your spot. What do you want to do? You want to you fucking throw those marbles? Well, what I want to do, David, I want to dump the ball bearings on my space. 10 foot by 10 foot square. Okay, all right. On my space. Okay, draw a little square under this table here. So, like, this to start. Um, can you shift it to the right by one? Perfect. Okay, so we scatter them out. Uh, the whole area, we'll just say, in front, of the, in front of the door leading into this room, from the room below where Jules, Chester, and Jean Franklin have just made contact with Pepper. The door into this room now is, is just covered with these marbles uh, for 10 feet into the room. Uh, you've created this very dangerous terrain for anyone to pass. They want to go out that way. Very interesting. That's right. Very interesting Covering move. Covering my tracks. All right, then. Uh, what now, Zebulon? That was... that's. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's actually not... I was going to say. I was like, yeah. my up. So, that wouldn't be on his... Because you, you chose the table in the back, so that wouldn't necessarily be in his path. Is that all right? Yep, that's, that's kind of what I okay, planned. Cool. My plan was not to trip him up. My plan was to block the door that I just entered. I want you to roll sleight of hand for me. Now I'm going to roll perception again uh, because you do this. He's now full on running. He might not hear this. Okay. I'm going to. I'm going to roll perception oh, with advantage. Come on. Do, just to see if I. You're going to roll this. with disadvantage. Or I'm going to roll, roll with. with I'm going to roll with advantage because this is pretty loud. So he might notice it. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. But oh, I don't okay. have very high perception, that, so it's like I think you might have me beat. All right. Let's I, see. I, I think that's fair. I'm going to keep it. That's that's another 22. Nice. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> I rolled a 21. 
Oh, oh my god. Oh, shit. Yes. Oh my god. Oh, I yeah. was like yeah, yeah, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna use my bardic inspiration. I saw. I saw that. a high roll. No. And I was like, "All right, yeah. I got him." No, he's so honed on no, this. Like, so, this is what so well. he just runs. I mean, like, this is the thing. He's so pissed. He was second short on the last contest of winning it, and in a way, he's the one that was the slow one on the team. He's the one that failed. He's so driven right now, and like, you have been. Both of you have been like making this goblin's life a misery. I needed like he two or three good rolls to really make this whole thing wow. come together. Wow. I so think, he, yeah. Books it in that direction, now. slides under the table and looks, and he's just like <laughs> looking around, and that's gonna be his turn. And we're moving on to Chester. So this Haran gone to see you. He can't attack yet, but he's standing right. right between two people that have caterpillars on them, and he can see those. Right. <laughs> but he's still in that moment of shock. He didn't think you were here. What are you gonna do about it? I have no idea. <laughs> um, <laughs> My gut reaction, I don't think will work. And I don't think it will work by the rules. Go with I mean, your gut, it, man. It, it takes a, no, it takes a lot of, it would take a lot of liberty, I'm pretty sure. Well, like, and let's let's I don't think. Liberty I, equals. My, my initial instinct is to recreate the heist thing with Jules and Chester. But the mechanics of Chester and Jules together at that time were very, very different than they are now. So here's he, he how that would look. What do, you, what do you mean by recreate? I, wanna, I want Chester to start taking this, pulling this thing down with a rope, and but it's not Jules' turn, so I don't think he can now here's do what, some type like he, of reaction. Chester to could grapple him. Cloak. Here's what I could do here. Um, yeah, going for this, we can just go for like the actual rule set for grappling, which would kind of be a similar thing, right? Okay. So if Chester goes for a grapple now and succeeds, right. you can on your turn go for a, uh, a push, which could knock the rabbit prone, at which point he's stuck at zero for movement speed. He can't move, but he's also disadvantage on like any attacks or anything. Chester's kind of on top of him. Uh, he's mm -hmm. just in a bad place, and he can't get up from prone as long as he has zero movement speed, as long as he's grappled. So that's one way we can do this. Another way is to, say, have Chester hold his action, and then when Jules does something on his turn, Chester can use his reaction to follow up your your what you do. Um, so both could work. But we get we get like a flavor. If you if you grapple this guy and bring him prone, then I'll let you start like doing, you know, trying, trying to like keep him down, uh, following it up. The only problem is, I will say, Grappling is tough. It requires strength if you want to grab him and pull him down like right. that. And he right. is pretty damn strong. He's muscly. I mean, you gotta do something, or else he's gonna start. Yeah, ripping he's gonna start railing or yeah. doing something. Yeah. You could All also right. disengage and get off of him. Start moving back, but then you're moving. Then you're giving them but, advantage. But then you're I'm, moving I'm, back in the place, giving more space, giving to them territory behind him. Right. Yep. 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 Okay. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on Chester. Okay. Chester holds. He gets his reaction as a reaction. Now, what do you want to do for your? Um, what's what's your what's your plan? Like, so, so basically, you'll say uh, as a, as a, as a using your action as a reaction, you're gonna say when blank happens, Chester's gonna blank. So when Jules does this, Chester will do this, right? You guys have this unspoken language when, between you. You right. can look at each other and you both know what the other's thinking. You can jump on these plans. When Jules throws his cloak over Pepper. Okay. Chester's gonna come in with his rope. And try to like get on him. Okay, try okay. And, we're gonna try and pull Pepper down. This sounds fun. What I wanna do for this is I wanna give you I almost wanna say I wanna give you a grapple with advantage, since you're kinda doing this, you're putting the rope over him, that's gonna give him disadvantage on his Yeah, it'll give you advantage on your ability to like 
try to, because he's still going to be trying to fight you off. Yeah, it's kind of a two-man grapple. It's kind of like two grapple actions, right? So Right. Yeah, in a way, yes, yes. Um, which actually I like, because if you manage to get him, then Jean Franklin, who's reasonably strong, uh-huh. I'll give him advantage on a shove okay. on his round if you want to go all out on him this round. Cool. So you Chester, or, or yeah, Chester's going to help you out. You can roll, uh, roll grapple with advantage now if you want to go for that. Yeah, I... I... Okay. Something like that has to happen. Sounds like a good move. Like, I mean, yeah. Okay, so that's going to be an athletics check on your side. Okay. With advantage. And I'm going to roll mine normal. Not great, but we'll see what you get. Uh, got a 15. 15 beats me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, Wait, so didn't you roll with advantage. Oh. oh, roll it again. Oh, shit. Yeah, see what happens. Mail crit and we'll do something cool about it. Nope, nope. Nope, we're good. Okay, so 15. So you, yeah, yeah that's what happens. You keep just, oh, and before he can react, whoo, the cloak goes over him. Uh, you're losing another cloak, I guess, to these guys. <laughs> I'm, well, I, I feel like I'm a little little more confident that I'll at least get this one back. Uh, right, Chester, this one's not an yeah. active war zone. Right. Chester takes the, takes the rope and swings around. He can't, like, do a full knot, but he can just, like, get the rope around him and kind of, like, yank it tight right now. Uh, so he just, oh, oh, he kind of, like, is moving around, can't move his arms, and can't see anything. He's panicking. Uh, uh, just, just struggling as Jean Franklin smiles, realizing that he has a chance to move in here. Um, oh my god! Well, actually, though, this guy gets a chance to try to break out before that happens. Now, as he's covered right now, I'm gonna Fair. give him advantage Them's the check. Rules. Them's the rules. Yeah, it's his turn before Jean Franklin. So he's Jean Franklin is about to move in to push, but Pepper's going to try to snap his way out of it. I'm gonna give him this advantage on an athletics check. Uh, let's say a DC for this. What was the initial roll you made? Was it 15? Yes. I want to say it's going to be that, because it's not like you're not holding him physically, but you got this thing. Mm-hmm. Let's see what happens. Oh, my God. This is, this is close. This is this close. This is really, really that's, close. That, that was in that one in the first roll anyway. Oh, my God. So he's, oh, 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 and I think he like almost like trips. I'm going to say that. He trips. Oh, my goodness. Because within that oh one, he fucking trips, goodness. and he falls boom, to the ground. John Franklin's getting ready to push, and he falls over anyway, and he's just like, man, that was disappointing. And uh, his turn is freed up. <laughs> I look over and say, hey, you'll get your shot. You'll get your shot. <laughs> um, so the Pepper's on the ground, grappled. Chester's kind of, your, your Jules, you're kind of like holding on to him now. You kind of got him by that rope. And he can't move. He can't get up because he can't move. And yeah, prone and grappled is John Franklin's turn. So, so who's grappling him? Is is Chester grappling him right now? I'll let you choose. Who do you want to, t- who do you want to take the grapple effect, basically, be the one that's holding him? What this means is, so long as you move, you can only move at half speed, but you could drag okay. him with you. That's uh, going to be Jules. Okay, Jules, you're holding, so you grab the ropes, and you're holding the ropes. They're keeping this guy down. You could just drag him across the floor. <laughs> All right, so I'm going I'm so, to, go ahead. I think I'm, Jules is going to also lean down and say, hey, Pepper, <laughs> you, you stay quiet. We'll make sure we take care of you after this, okay? I don't know what that means. <laughs> You're pretty mean. He's probably really not smart enough to get that he's being bribed. You're pretty mean before when we talked. I don't think you're gonna take care of me at all. That was that was all for show. That was all for show. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah, I mean we got John Franklin here too. It's a good oh, time. it's a good time. He's a dick though. Not anymore. Oh, really? He's one of us. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So just just stay quiet, and then we'll all we'll all be friends after. Okay. I promise. <laughs> roll out, roll persuasion for me. Contested. 22. Well, uh, these guys aren't very nice to me anyway, to be honest. That's, I, I've been hearing they're all assholes. Yeah, dance is kind of mean. Rubbing's cool, I guess. 
but he seemed all right. Yeah, I he's, guess, a, maybe. he's all right. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll stay quiet. He just kind of goes limp. <laughs> he's not the most loyal. <laughs> oh my god, did that work? I rolled really well. Oh again. my god. <laughs> The first hurdle's been cleared. <laughs> so many hijinks. Whoa. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, so he's just like in the way of the door. You just like lean down, whisper this. Yeah, all right, great, great. Oh my god. Um, so that just happened? Yeah, and wow. that, was, that was John Flight. John Flight was just looking down at this display in front of him and just and I, kind of I'm gonna, shaking his head. Yeah, I'm going to look over at John Franklin and kind of give him like a, just a little quiet down motion. Just say, hey, hey, get, just, it's okay. Yes, yes, yeah, whatever. Just, let, let, let it be. We got this. Um, John Franklin's up now, right? You're up. What do you want to do? So, what I want to do is... I should remind you of something, actually. Okay. John Franklin can also take that... You know his, uh, his reaction ability, right? He is... So, I'll tell everybody right now. John Franklin, as a sidekick, basically follows a, uh, a knight. Oh, yes. Um, so, let me... Uh, uh, it's called... It's Noble Sacrifice when a creature, John Franklin, can see targets... Oh, when a creature John Franklin can see targets an ally within five feet of him with an attack, John Franklin can swap places with the ally and become the target of the attack instead. So yeah, that's a pretty nifty thing you can do. Uh, I mean, he has the he has the thing right now, so it's not great. But I was going to say it. he can defend. Right. Try to get try to get people out of the way. Try to block for them. Uh, let me once again shout out Paul Metzger's uh, Sidekicks Essentials on DM's Guild. Uh, I love it. It's great. Sidekicks are fantastic, and we're using them a lot in this campaign. So Thank you, Paul. Uh, thanks, Paul. Coming in clutch. So Hell so yeah. what what John wants to do is move Pepper. Out of the way of the door. Okay. So, so remind me exactly of Pepper's condition. He is not prone, but he's grappled. He's grappled and prone. So <clears throat> oh, okay. We'll just say I'm gonna allow this. You know, he, he basically you can take the grapple as your action. I'll let Jean basically grapple Pepper, and then you can move him at half speed away from the door. Okay. I just want to put him in into the space next to Jean. So, I mean, right now, Jean, Jules and Chester are all making a triangle around yes. like the entrance yeah. of this door. Pepper yep. was in the middle of that triangle. I just want to move him out of there. Okay. Yeah. So that, that, that space sounds, that is now good. opened up. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah, Pepper walks in the room immediately, whoo, covered, roped, dropped, like trips and drops. You whisper in his ear. He goes silent. John Franklin grabs the ropes and just whoo, hurls him, slides him across the dirt floor. Um, he just settles in the dust beside, just still lying there. And the way forward is open. One of them seems to be down for now, but what does this mean? Do Does does Jean have enough to ready an action? Uh, so I'll say grabbing him was going, I don't know if all that your grapple action. Um, Probably not. So you would not be able to ready an action. Okay, that's fine. You can still, that's fair. You can still move. That was only like a little bit. You're only like yeah, tiny I think moving move would be there. silly at this point. Okay. I think that's it for Jean. All right, all right. So, way is cleared. Jean Franklin is ready to go. And now I get to make one more move here. No, I need to do this. Yeah, okay, all set. Um, that's my move. And we're moving to the top of the next round. And nothing happens for my side of the field for a first action. Next up, that goblin's going to have to make a move now. You're still hiding, right, Zeb? Wasn't it just my reaction to put down the? Oh shoot! You're right. You're right. I forgot that was a. Uh, that was just. That your wasn't reaction. my move. That was just you're, my reaction. You're absolutely right. Sorry. You get to go. Okay. Uh, sweet. Still in round three. Okay. Yeah. Um, you're gonna love this. Zebulon is going to move 
to the other door out of the room. Holy shit. At, oh my god. At half speed so that he can pass through the ball bearings and not meet, need to make Holy shit. the deck save. Which okay. I'm sure that he would pass anyways, but it's not worth the risk. So with 25 feet of movement, you step into that the room. Zebulon, you steps oh into the room. First, open the God. curtain, and the first thing you see is about 10 feet away from you. You see Ramin Rasul. You see this room. You open it up, and your eyes like are burned oh, for a second. Right. Okay. This room is brilliantly lit. You see an amulet hanging off Ramin Rasul's uh, neck is glowing with that same magical light that you see in the in the room of Jules LaRoche. Uh, you step in here, and he just stays just staring at you, staying in the middle of the room. Oh, he's staring right at me. He's oh my God. right there no. watching the door no. for someone to come in. He just takes a look at you. Ah, you're Zebulon, yes? That's, uh, that's right. You're, it's, uh, Ramin? Yes. Um, so it seems it's us now, facing each other. There's no caterpillar in him, by the way. No caterpillar. Okay, and he goes great. on to say, We shall see today who the Sunweaver deems worthy to win. I pray it is us, my friend. If it is you, though, then I shall be honored to fall before you here and now. Uh, thanks. Um, hey, where are your, where are your caterpillars? He just smiles a little wider. Safe. And that's going to be what he says. What do you want to do? You're in this room. Um, yeah, I still have a bonus action, but I guess I can dash over to Ramin. I'm going to dash and get up in Ramin's face here. Okay. So you move right up to him. What are you going to do? He's just like, he's just smiling, glowing as you move right up to him. Well, that's all my actions, so. Okay, yeah. Wow, so you just, you, he says that you step forward into the room, and you and him are face to face. What's up, Ramin? <laughs> Holy shit. And now we're going into round four. Um, five, whatever round. I don't know anymore. This shit's wild. All right, that means I'm going to make my move now. It's a really tough move to make. All right, that's it. Um... Okay, so one move happens. You don't see it happen. Time for the next move. The next move is going to be a little interesting because in the room that you're no longer looking into, Zebulon, the goblin turns around from the looking, and <laughs> I think he might maybe... Actually, what about our perception check? Does he hear that you went into the room and are now talking? These curtains, you didn't really say anything until you went into the room. These curtains do cancel a lot of noise. Yeah, you said they were pretty muffled. Let me see. Muffling. He does not hear. You move through the room, go in, curtain drops. He spins around just as this happens. You like do all this so swiftly as he's as he's distracted. Um, and he's going to get up and begin to move. And in that room, he steps on your trap. Hell yeah. What happens now? Um, it's a DC, let me double check. I think it's a DC 10 deck save to see if he falls prone or not. Oh shit. So you just like, the curtain falls. Maybe as the curtain's falling, you hear like this, like they just like turn and just start moving. Don't worry about it. I rolled a four. Oh my God, yes. Um, so in <laughs> yeah, that room here, he as he just like hits it, oh, his feet slide. Um, And yeah, in that room, Kaboom! The goblin falls prone. We'll just say that for the audience. You guys don't see this, but the audience looks in that room and watches this goofy antic happening. Um, wow. All right. So he's like he's like at the door almost into the room with Jules, Chester, Jean Franklin, and his ally Pepper. But he falls down before the door. Can't make any more moves this round. Uh, actually, no. If I'm going to double move, which I was going to, then I guess I can try to stand up but I can't really do a whole lot. Um, yeah, because he falls prone. Half a movement to stand up again. 
So I think I can make, basically make one more step at half movement, and that's all I can really do. Because I can't really move much more than that at all, because I'm kind of in a really bad place here. <laughs> so, yeah, he's he kind of he kind of starts to get up from the floor uh, really shakily, kind of moves up to the curtain. He's trying to, like, reach out. Maybe he peeks through the curtain and just, like, sees the room and sees what's going on in that room. sees Pepper on the floor. Um, but he's, like, bruised and hurting. He cut his movement short by a shit ton uh, and really can't do anything else this round. So Love to see a plan come together. Uh, perfect. And with that, we're at Chester. Chester. So you said the you said the goblin. Wait, where did the goblin peek through? Uh, he peeked through the northern door. So not the door that you guys are triangled around, but the door on the other side of that room. Yes, yeah. He's a, he kind of looks through real quick on shaky legs. No, he I can't mean, I, like like into the door that we're in, into the room. Yes, that we're he peeks in. into the room you're that's in. What, that's so what I'm asking. He's right. right so he's on the he's, other okay. side of this wall, Perfect. basically. Okay. So, so if you want to roll perception, you might see him. Okay, I'm gonna roll perception with Chester. Great. Room is well lit. I mean, you have a good shot. Uh, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Great. I'll roll a disadvantage. And that, that's 21. Yeah, you definitely, 21. definitely okay. catch him. Okay, uh, so. You clock him. He's. <laughs> you open the door and sees Chester's head swivel over and look right at him. Okay, so I, th- I think I'm going to make you do something as Chester here. Interesting. Interesting indeed. I don't know. I kind of want Chester to run over to Pepper and request that Pepper helps us get the caterpillar from the people who weren't so nice. That's going to be a big request. I know. It's going to require one well, hell I, I of a wanna, I wanted check. to wait for Jules. And give you the help action? Huh? Like you, he can help action your persuasion check, uh, which basically give you advantage on your persuasion check if you want to like, turn and do it. Uh, when it's on your turn next. That's very doable. Yes, let's do that. Okay. You give Chester a, a look. Okay, glance over at the Harangon. Chester smiles. You guys have worked this angle in the streets, I'm sure, before, turning people over to your side. I mean, you kind of, like you, you did a lot of enforcing, I imagine, on Tythos, kind of keeping your people safe. Well, there's a bad egg. I imagine Jules Roach could turn him good. He's just a likable fella. So Chester's going to slide over. And just down, just like, hey, listen, buddy, look, I know you're, I know you're not really against us anymore, but like, what if you were for us, huh? Come on, we got a good side going on here. Jules here, he takes care of people, he takes care of me. Jules, what do you say to that, huh? And that's what he says. He's kind of helping you out. You're gonna advantage in your next check. Pepper kind of ears, oh, maybe there's one ear sticking out from like the the cloth and one little hole or something like that, and he just kind of turns to you, <laughs> like I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Pepper would go next. Uh, I think he's just going to hold his action and wait and see what you do. He's not going to do anything uh, yet. So he's holding. What do you want to do? All right. Jules is going to lean down and say, uh, hey, uh, hey, Pepper, you know, uh, we treat everybody with respect in our group here, with the dignity that they deserve as equals. And we all reap the benefits together. And once you're in your family, that, that's how it goes. That's how it should be. I mean, believe it or not, I think I, uh, I think I even promised your friend Trace a spot in our little group too. Are you trying to steal all my sidekicks? <laughs> you're making a very convincing argument. I mean, come on, come on and, and enjoy your time for once. The ear sort of like, you know, almost like curls down a little bit. 
almost like it's in thought. Go ahead and roll advantage on a persuasion check. This is bonkers. Twenty-one. It's funny enough, I'm actually challenging that with somebody else's persuasion check. The ear slowly curls back up. Uh, what do you want me to do? We could, uh, we could use an extra hand here and getting the caterpillar off these, uh, these not-so-great people. Well, thinking about it, uh, Dance is both the caterpillars and she's pretty mean. So, well, there you, yeah. There you go. Yeah, you're right, yeah. You, you, you really think she deserves to win? No, no, she doesn't. Yeah, Not she, at all. She yelled at me. Not at all. Yeah, she yelled at me when, when I tripped earlier and knocked her over. I didn't mean to. <gasps> no, I know. I got really mad. I know. Come, come, come be part of the light. Yeah. Come be part of the light where everybody's happy. The light, yeah, that's a good name. Yeah, it works. Right. Yeah. That's Just better. dying. what the fuck is that? I thought it was a dumb name the whole time. Thank you. I just do on a, the same page. I just don't want to say anything because I get, I get in trouble. No, I, I thought I was the only one feeling this way. Wow. My God. This, this was, this this is a match made to be. I've never made had in a, heaven. never had a best friend before. Come on. Like, come on. Let's, let's, let, let's do this. <laughs> Sorry, I just... I can't believe that worked. I, 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 I didn't even want to breathe. I didn't even want I to breathe. I can't believe oh. fucking Pepper has essentially become a cherry delight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. That's the thing. That's the thing. Is like the, the positive oh. side. The positive side is it's now like a 5v3. The negative oh, is God. for the rest of the campaign, we pretty much have to this take guy. care of Pepper now. <laughs> and yeah. he starts to try to. And then, I mean, like, John Franklin still, I think, got him. Um. I'll let it be a free thing if you want to release him. Yes. So, that's Zebulon, is he going to release him? Yes. Boom. Okay. He lets go. Pepper stands back up. He's like, get ready. She's been waiting. She should be coming through any moment. And he turns to the door to the east that you are all gathered around. Holy shit. This is working out Holy pretty dude. well. See, like, the thing is, I have abilities and skills that make me really fucking good at this. And yet you guys went in with your skills that would never normally apply, like your <laughs> amazing persuasion and shit, and just started, like, doing shit so off the walls. Just doing dumb I love stuff. It. I fucking love it. This is crazy. Um, fucking whose turn is it now? That's Jules. Is, is, the, is this dumb, or is this really big brain shit that we're doing here? I think it's dumb and Dave is entertaining us. This is, yeah. no, no, honestly, this, <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's so cool. It's so unorthodox, but, like, this was so stacked against you without this kind of unorthodox play. Um, Debulon, that's going to be you. Oh, I get to go before Ramin. Yes, because you went the last... Oh, wait. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Ramin oh. is actually... Okay. Uh, he rolled a seven, you rolled to your eight. Actually, no. So, Fr John Franklin, then Zebulon, and then Ramin. No shit. What's happening here. So, yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, what is... Do I get to decide what John's doing? I kind of forgot that because you rolled your turn. I, I I rolled my turn ahead, which was just him just kind of moving in there. So I actually didn't do his turn last round. I realized, but I mean, Ramin's turn didn't really react to you because I got excited. I guess it's too late for that now. I mean, I'll take that boon. There's not a lot I would have done to be honest. Okay. So. Um. Yeah. Yeah. This is fine. This is fine. He's he's chatting. All right. He's letting things play out. He's played his part in the plan already, so. Okay, fair. Yeah, yeah, fair. All right. Uh, John Franklin. Um, now Jean Franklin's going to ready an action. Okay. To, yes. To attack whoever comes through the door. And by attack, I yes. mean mechanically attack 
try to grab a caterpillar. He whirls back towards the curtain he's staying just this side of and just like arms the hands of the ready, gets ready to, to strike if someone moves through. I love it. Hell yeah. Okay. And now it's you, Zebulon. I mean... We whirl up to the room to the north, two rooms away from where these hijinks are going on, a room on their side of the field where Amin and Zebulon are facing each other now. So, um, I mean, this has been... This has been great. But oh, yes. Cunning action disengage. <laughs> okay! <laughs> and double move <laughs> oh, shit. into the next room. Oh, my God. Holy shit, okay. Which, All right. I mean, Steven knows is behind Dance Macabre. Actually, no, at this point... Zebulon knows, well, Zebulon thinks. There are two possibilities that Zebulon um, knows of. Sure. Either Dance is hiding somewhere in this room or is in the next room. Could be hiding, could be in, in plain sight. Yeah, right. yeah. this room's very well lit where Ramin is. So, like, if she's in here, you have a pretty good chance to see her. Right. Um, with your passive perception. Yeah, could, so I guess... So how it's going to work is in a dimly lit room, perception rolls have disadvantage. Okay. And passive perception is at a negative five. Um, but in this room, you have normal perception and normal normal passive perception. Okay. So you're looking around. You can roll for free if you want to see if she's in here. Yeah, that's exactly what I was. That's what I was, exactly what I was thinking about doing was just doing a quick perception check. You're like saying this to him, like this has been nice, and you're kind of heads peeking around his, right. his exactly. shoulders, looking around, like just like <laughs> like this is great. Um, <laughs> but let me see behind that couch real quick. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, that's not much. It's eleven. Okay, same as your passive, I believe. Yeah. Um, um, mm. Damn. No, it's not, but okay, it's well, higher than my passive. Holy shit, really? Yeah. I'm so sorry. I mean, I rolled a bad character, so. That's true, true. Zebulon's terrible. Uh, you don't see anything. Okay, um, great. So with, with double movement, I'm going to definitely get into the next room. Let me count that out. You just start, wait, nice. as, he, as you move away from him, uh, he turns to kind of like like reach out, and he can't really do much. Um, <laughs> 30 puts me right here. You disengage, so he like swipes out at you, and you dodge right out of his way, fly into the room, move Holy in here, shit. roll me another perception check. You're in a new room. Yeah, I guess oh so. Oh my god. Uh, that's, an, that's an eight, so there's not a whole lot going on there. You walk in this room, dim lit, uh, so you move through Amin's room. It's this big open space, a lot of lumber in one corner, some you know, more covered tables. You move past some barrels, break through the curtain, down to the south, to the room next to where Jules and the gang are all ganged up. You break into the curtain and you see... Another small, stuffy room. You see one table in one corner. You see a couch in the other. You see another, uh, like so maybe some rolls of rugs are stacked up in one spot. And you're looking around. You don't see anybody. Um, so he's got some extra movement. Oh, you do? I've got 30 more feet. Oh, shit. I mean, if you pick the right spot. Right. You just move, you're basically moving blind. But if you run, you you look in this room. Let's say this: well, you see I, couch, I have dark table, vision. and yes, yeah. Uh, it's, so it's dim lit for you. Uh, it would normally be a totally pitch black room. Right, right, yeah. right. So you move in this room. You see this like couch, table, uh, and like a bunch of like rolled up uh, carpets. Let's say you know in this turn you could run to one of those three th- places, and if she's there, maybe you have a chance. So couch to the south table to the northeast, the northeast and rolled up rugs to the southwest uh actually other way around tables yep. to the northwest never eat soggy wheat yeah but yes you got it um i'm gonna go to the northwest and hide behind well i mean i can't mechanically hide but i'm gonna go there okay you run to the table to the northwest and you're just kind of like sliding up next to it. 
and uh, you can't really handle hands. So let's say you reach the table, but you can't like sneak under it yet. You're just like standing at the tablecloth, uh, maybe hand on the tablecloth, about to make your move. And with that, Ramin goes this round, and you just basically see him move into this room. He can see you where you are. So. So when he walks in, is the room now lit up? It is lit up. Go ahead and roll another perception check. Hell yeah. It's lit yeah. up. You, you don't have a negative anymore from dim light. You can see fully. Yeah, never mind. Okay. That's a five. All right. So Ramin walks into this room. Yeah. Okay. This concentration too. Everything is concentration. It makes it so hard. Ah, stick with my initial plan. He just steps in the room, uh, moves like towards the center, kind of towards you. And he goes, I think he'll double move up to the up to like right in front of the door here, but leaving a space open, and just says, Dunce, now! And that's the end of this round, moving into the, I imagine, final round potentially of this combat. We will see Zebulon, the curtain beside you, flutters as Dance Macabre ah, cool. launches herself out from the curtain. Now, I'm going to have to do a couple things here. Holy I'm shit. Go- so she's going to disengage. She kind of dances away from you. Uh, uh, starts you know, just moving. Uh, I'm actually going to have to activate a key point here. I wanted to save it for something, but I can't. I got I to gotta disengage, and I got to do something else this round. Um, yeah, so she's going to only be able to move 30 feet, but that's okay. We got a plan. She dashes out of the table, starts to move to the south. Um, I think, like, she just, you just see, like, this brief smile from her as she, like, swirls out of your way. And, like, the way she's moving, her feet are so fast on the ground. Uh, it, it's like this unnatural sort of speed is overtaking her. And she's, like, weaving this way and that. And Zebulon tries to reach out, but you, but yeah. you disengage action. So. Disengage, and I'm taking a step of the wind. Dodge action oh is Um So she's going to step into the next room, and, and, then, and then she moves up to Ramin nods to him, breaks through the curtain. As she breaks through the curtain, we move from that scene to the oh other side God. as she steps out next to Jules, Jean Franklin, Pepper, and Chester just behind them, steps out into all of them, still disengaged. But Jean Franklin gets his reaction, right? Oh. He does get his reaction. It's not a rea- it's not an attack opportunity. It's a full-on attack. Holy Hell yeah. Hell. Um, so Jean Franklin, she steps out, but she's surprised because she was counting on you guys not seeing her, not moving. Jean Franklin goes to attack. It's going to be disadvantaged because I use the dodge action. Okay. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, he gets a plus three to hit. Nice. All right, here we go. And you said, and you said I get disadvantage? Uh, yes. Okay. So that's a 13 for the first roll. So 13 was my, was my low roll. Okay, all right. Um, so she steps into the room, Sean Franklin goes to strike out with just his bare hand. I think, like, as he strikes out, uh, almost like this magical shield around her just knocks his hand away. This no radiant way. shield. Uh, no um, way. As there's, like, a sh- you see there's a shield of faith cast on her. Oh, my god. Give her a little bonus. Um, she, her skirts flutter as she spins out of the way. Uh reaches under your hand, Jules, as you might go to a strike, uh, keeping that AOO away, and she's going to step here. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Next to this door, uh, to the north of the room, she has to kind of maneuver to the upper side of the room in order to snake down to the bottom, but that's all she could do this round. Use my key point. Yeah, this ain't looking... It's, it, it took yeah. a turn on us real fast. Took a turn, and a it's going to take a little more a of a bit. turn, too, because Trace goes next. 
half movement to get out of the room, but he's able to step out now that he's aware of those things. He steps through the curtain into the light, so it's going to be 10 feet of movement here. Oh, and now things get very tricky for me. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to step right here, and I'm going to try to shove Jules away. Huh. Try to open up some space here, maybe. Okay. Maybe push you down, keep your movement low so you can't do as much. Okay. All right, so I'm going to roll athletics versus your athletics or acrobatics, your choice. I don't want to say. <laughs> I didn't roll great. Eight. Hmm. I also rolled an eight. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no. <laughs> I think that goes, I think it's like I said, a DC. And I think ah. if you roll it, you break it. I'm pretty sure that's the rule. Because, um, like, my thing is the DC you need to hit. Right? So uh-huh. I'm pretty sure the ties go to you by rules. Because I'm setting a DC with my roll, and you're breaking it with your yeah, roll. Yeah, you hit the DC. Hitting DC right. means you break it. So he right. goes in and just barely, he's, he shit. just walks in and I'm like, Dads, go! I'll hold them off! And he like runs in, yeah, 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 and he just pushes you. Uh, but you just kind of weave to the side, and he kind of goes and hit, uh, strikes out at the air, and that's it. But now there's another figure between you and her kind of complicating things. Um... I should say dance as she sort of swirls away from you, kind of looks over at you, Jules, her eyes catching right onto you. And there's something that wasn't there earlier in this tournament. There's, like, a bit of respect to her eyes now. After that last challenge, after being beaten by you once, after you bowed to her during the pepper challenge, she says, Rune told me about you. You are from Tythos, yes? Yeah, that's right. You lost people? Lots I of lost, people. I lost someone there, too. Mateo, my brother meant everything to me, and I will not lose to you, Josarosh. I will become a luminary, and I will find the storm eye and bring him to justice. That is my oath, never to fade or falter. Undying justice. Justice undying. Stop it. <laughs> it's, it's still not, still not great. <laughs> um, just a little flavor, flavored chat there. I she's she's like dancing away and yelling this all at you and that's going to be, uh, is she, gonna be is she moving? Is she, where is she? She doesn't move. I'm just, she I'm just, doesn't move. She's just saying that. Just saying that. That's It just passes by you and says as, as a goblin runs in the room, uh, tries to push at you, you dodge it as you're like hearing this and then Chester gets to make his move to respond to that action. What's he going to do? Can he... Can I move him right there? Oh yeah, sure. Perfect. So I'm gonna nestle him in behind Ooh, me. Sure. He's, he's staying defensive. Okay, yeah. Except you know what? Hold on. He passes. He passes behind I'm gonna, you. I'm gonna move him right here, not directly in front of the curtain. Okay. Okay. Oh man, I love it. He's like setting himself either as bait. Uh, so he's basically like, so if she wants to go for him now, she has to take a step backwards, deeper into the room, rather than trying to break for safety. It's real awkward. I mean, just saying it just made it awkward. That's going to be you, Jules. Okay. Dance is wide open right now. She's got a line to the door. Um, so I think Jules is going to turn to Trace. <laughs> oh, look, and he's going to look him right in the eye. Not angrily. He glares back. He hates just, you. Just peacefully. You remember what we told you in the courtyard? I remember what you did in the courtyard. Tie me up, push me down, get me yelled at by Rune. Fuck Rune. Come with us. <laughs> look, look around. <laughs> Is it going to work the sixth we, time? We we promised you. Oh, we, God. We, we told you in that courtyard. That's what we're all on here for. We're all on board. Holy shit. Holy shit. We're only missing you. 
Um, he's like, maybe you sparkling in there, but he's still glaring. I'm gonna let you roll with disadvantage because this guy fucking hates you. You, I don't know why he's the one that attacked us. Me especially. Us. Yeah, well, like, you guys have embarrassed him so many times now. Like he is just his his whole experience in this entire adventure has been embarrassment after embarrassment after embarrassment at your hands. Like you have made. I mean, like honestly, you were on his shit list seventeen times. You were the most hated people in this goblin's existence. <laughs> I think we're hit. I think we're gonna hit a dead end with the percep with the persuasion Probably. game. His Probably. family was killed by giants, and he hates you more. I, I can I can at least try though. <laughs> you can try. You can try. Disadvantage? Let's see what you got. And you say this and dance. He's like, Therese, don't. Just like watching you. He's glaring you too. It's like this intense now, I just, moment. I just want to be clear, right? This is like not an action, correct? Um, Yeah, talking's a free action. All out. Okay. All out. Okay. Disadvantage. It's going to be a high one. Disadvantage. He just Ten. continues to glare. Never, never, you... You make Trace look like a fool! And he's just like raging towards you, uh, hands up and ready. He's in this to win. And he's in this more importantly to make sure you don't. I'm gonna turn away from Trace and turn my gaze to Dance. <laughs> and say, <laughs> come on, Dance. Dance, <laughs> dance. Let's work dance. with us. <laughs> hey, I had to try. We. We told him that we could make him famous. <laughs> that that certainly was a strategy. I had to try. <laughs> it's pure. I had to try. This it worked is, once. Why fucking not? This is Bard 101. You know, you got to give This is Bard 101. Yes. So there you go. Too. What about all my charisma? Oh, my God. You're smooth. <laughs> is Dan turned on by this? <laughs> oh, Dan, just, we could I, ride off into the moonlight with four caterpillars. <laughs> Roll for pheromones? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, I'm gonna turn to turn to dance then, and say, "I'm so sorry," and I, I know you know struggle, so I know you understand why I gotta do this, and I'm gonna cast Tasha's hideous laughter. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, oh, oh no! Oh, that's so mean! Wow, I forgot you had that. Um, I forgot too. You even told me so, about it. Yes. Holy hell! So, to, to refresh, a creature of your choice with a range perceives everything as hilariously funny and falls into fits of laughter if the spell affects it. The target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or fall prone, becoming incapacitated and unable to stand up for the duration. What is the DC for this check? What's your spell save DC? I think you should roll first, and then I'll tell you. I want to tell you because I'm going to roll it in front of the table, and I'm going to tell you what I got oh. going on. This is a big fucking roll. Thirteen. Thirteen. Interesting. I have a plus two to the save. I need to roll an 11 or higher. Folks, he's doing this in doing the middle this of the table. The so table. I'll, do it in your, I'll do it in your thing. Let's use the new guy. Ready? Here we go. Oh, my God. What is it? What is it? I can't see it. It's in the light. It's a six. Uh, no. Oh. no. <laughs> it's a six. So... You just say this to her, and she kind of half smiles at you. You, like, whisper this command, and you, like, reach out your hand, and she half smiles and says, You will never stop justice and Justice and And just falls on her back, laughing on the floor. I... 
I totally forgot that you had that one. Oh my god! You, you and I were even like we were texting about Amazing. it. Amazing. And like three times you were like, Amazing. Yeah, but I could use this. Yeah, but I could use this. And and wow. <laughs> I didn't think it would come out at a moment like that. <laughs> that was that was the <laughs> moment. That was the uh, moment. The funniest and thing here is I actually still for this round can like I have the dodge action active so she's prone so now you basically don't have disadvantage but you have a normal advantage on the normal normal attack on her um, and as dance kind of goes to the ground I'm just gonna turn around and yell out Justin John go now <laughs> oh shit and point them through the door okay alright actually one thing I want to add I just looked it up Tasha's also incapacitates me which means dodge action no longer uh, works on her it specifies in her dodge action if you're incapacitated it cancels it which Ooh. means you have advantage against her now. Nice. nice. I thought that was a little, yes. you were like, oh yeah, yeah, she can dodge stuff. I was looking at, trying to find the rules, and yeah, that's that's what it says. I think that makes sense, well, a lot of sense. And then, after I yell for them to go through the door. So they're moving to the eastern door, right into the room Zebulon is hiding in, where Ramin yes. is waiting. But they don't right. The door's dance ran out of, yeah. As they do that, I turn to Pepper and I say, you ready? Oh my god, I forgot about <laughs> Pepper, that's right. Hell yeah, okay. Um, so good. Okay. Um, and Pepper was honestly kind of waiting in the wings. So I'll let Pepper move now. So yeah. you you say that uh, Chester and Jean they're gonna move. Uh, it's gonna be Pepper first actually. So Chester and Jean get ready to move. Pepper's gonna go first. And let's see, Pepper is going to nod and just run up to dance. Say, oh, sorry, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm on their side now. And just reaches oh out God. and tries to grab. <laughs> A caterpillar. Oh my god. Only get one this chance. Is this. Let's see. this is big. This is big. This is big. It's huge. Really low. Cracked. He bounces off the shield. He reaches down, <sighs> and that shield, field of faith is still shield. up around her. He goes, and it bounces off. Well, wait. It's still a spell that's active. Is it? Yes, Isn't because that would be active from. Is it concentration? Still within range. Uh, it's concentration, but not for her. Ramin cast Ramin it. Ramin cast it, and she's still within range. So yes, she has a shield. So he bounces off the shield, and okay. oh, oh, there's a thing. I can't, I can't do it. Uh, and that's Pepper's turn. Um, that's gonna be John Franklin. All right, John Franklin's going to uh, run through the door. So I'll put him right in there. Then you can choose where he wants to go from there. So he opens a curtain, immediately faces Ramin. Am I going to make an attack on him, or is he disengaging? What's the plan here? You can make your movement and then choose. Like, it's like you can move and then attack. You can move and then choose disengage. I mean, that's that seems reasonable. Um, yeah, that feels like the move. I mean, if he can spend his disengage action and move past him, that's that's the move. All right, yeah, so he slides into the room, throws those curtains, he sees him, and, like, this warrior training takes over, and he just kind of, like, stops short and pushes himself back to the side um, very swiftly, dodging around him. And Ramin just reaches out, can't really quite get him. John Franklin bolts to the other side of the room. He makes it to the other curtain. Zebulon, you're watching all this on the table. You see your allies are making their move. What can you do to help? Jean, help, Jean, ah, ah. Actually, it, it's your it, turn. Is that Zebulon's turn? Yes. Uh, Zebulon's going Ramin's to... Ramin's turning around. He can go after him. He's going to run at, at Ramin and, and try to grapple <laughs> oh, him. Oh, shit, yes. No way. Yeah, he's going to okay. latch onto Ramin. Okay, um... I can do acrobatics or athletics against your athletics. Let's see what happens. Wait, my athletics against your athletics? Is that what you said? Yes. 
Um, in this case, you're going to go against my acrobatics, which is not oh, huge. Okay. This guy is not a physical bro. Come on, come on. Okay, um, I'm using my... Oh yes! My D6. Using that D6. Because that's just, that's, just yeah. that's just an eight on the die. I've got a plus zero to athletics. Okay. Okay. This still, I mean, depending it's on what... It's gotta be decent. It's gotta yeah. be decent. That's a six! That's a six! <gasps> what uh, is that? Which makes that a, a 12? No, it's eight on the die. Plus a plus zero. So a 14. 14. 14. Oh my god. I rolled a 13. Holy shit. Holy, Holy shit. Holy shit. Oh my god. Holy shit. Oh. He just fucking grappled Rami. Eleven plus two. He yeah. just fucking oh, grappled Rami. You go in and like as you're going in, I think Rami's almost slipping away, and you just kind of like think about Jules. You think about this is the plan. You have to succeed here and now. You think about the fucking songs, Ebulon, the fucking song, and you think about that moment when those people were roaring applause towards Jules, and you were there. You were in the moment. You were feeling that applause, and you reach out and you grab him. Rami, get over! Holy shit, and he just, he, and he can't move. Moving figures to zero, he cannot chase after your ally. Hell yeah. He is grappled. What a hero. Um, um hold on. Speaking damn. of heroes, um, Bardic Inspiration, that was the hero here today. That was. That was the <laughs> hero. Hell. Fucking high five, Glad double fives. Glad I got fives. to use it. Oh, fuck. And it helped, and that we was, remembered to use it. Uh, well, I had the die. You did. I had the, the little orange die. The that shit orange die. That is the end of the round. We're going into what I believe to be the last round for sure in this combat. Dance is up first. Uh, she's got to save. That's right. She has to save. Oh my god, I was gonna yep. go for. I was gonna go for. Okay. Oh, it's rough, and I think it's my action to like do this, isn't it? That's only gonna be a ten. Nope. She's still laughing. Oh my god. Just this one time. Why? Who thought of that? <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> what a, what a so stupid, stupid man. Why did they do it? Uh, she's laughing, laughing, tears running under, like down her mask onto the floor. And maybe those tears aren't just tears of laughter as she realizes that she has lost. She has lost very likely because now it's me, Trace. Trace is the only one here who has a chance to make a difference. So he's going to do the only thing he can do. He's going to jump up to Chester. And try to grab his caterpillar. All right, Chester's the, the oh Chester's the God. one that has the higher AC. Chester so. has a fourteen. Twelve plus is two dex. So I got to beat that. Well, I really quickly make sure I get this super right. I do have the attacker trait, which makes me pretty good at this. Here we go. That is exactly a 14. Oh, my God. Eight plus six because of the attacker's right. He reaches out, and Chester, as he turns to move away, just barely, he grabs the caterpillar and just, gotcha, and he pull yanks it off of him. And you have lost one potential point, but dances on the ground laughing, and you still have Jean Franklin charging unchallenged towards their exit. <sighs> okay. Now we're moving on to... Okay. Chester. Chester's just lost his caterpillar. Well, hey, what happens when a man has nothing left to lose, Jules? Uh, Chester is going to go into dance. Okay. And try to take hers. So Chester moves around you. We can uh, still, still win this. Within the range we can of still win this. The goblin. He goes to goes after dance. Uh, go ahead and roll. You know what? Let me roll one thing before you do this. I just got grappled. I think it's only fair that I roll concentration check. 
have to roll above a 10. Oh, yeah. for the shield. For the shield, for the shield. Let's see what happens here. Well, oh, right, that's, yeah. I that, think that, I think that's, that's, yeah. On the table, there's a con save. I get a plus two. I have to roll an eight or higher. Five. Oh, oh my God. The shield goes shit. down. Oh my God, the shield goes, goes fucking shit. down. Holy shit. No, 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 no. So that's that, lowers, that lowers the check by two, lowers right? Lowers the check by two. This, this works out perfectly yeah, because as, I was going to keep sending Chester through that door, oh but now gosh. I have an extra guy to... Help like me as in this room. he's yeah. moving in to go to where you see the shield drops as we're in the other room for loses concentration for a second. And That's like, incredible. Oh, no, and he kind of turns back to the door, realizing what just happened, realizing what he just did. And Jester goes for that attack. Go ahead. Oh man. Wait, you get to you get to decide before. Oh, uh, you also get advantage. Oh, advantage. Oh, I get advantage. advantage. I get advantage. I'll tell you right now what you need to beat is. Wait, wait, a... wait, wait, wait. Don't tell him because he has bardic inspiration. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Good thing. Not a good yes, idea. Thank you. Thank you. So your higher roll was a ten. What's his bonus to attack with a with a dagger, not with a bow? Oh, with a dagger it's, it's is. I think it's plus two, isn't it? No, it's a plus four, uh, I believe. Proficiency plus it's plus four. Plus four. You're so, sitting at a fourteen. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to use my bardic inspiration. Yeah, because yeah, I think even okay. if you get a one, I think. I mean, like, I don't know what yep. I don't know what her AC is, but yep. I mean, we're going super meta here, but yep. She's, she's moving around very quickly, even on the floor. She's trying to, like, dodge. She's laughing, but she's trying to swiggle so, out of the way. That's an 18. 18 gets there. And I'm going to tell you right now, the 14 would not have. Oh, my God, Holy yes. Yeah. Bardic inspiration. He remembers pick. the blue light. He remembers you, Jules. And he oh reaches down, God. sees that you set everything up for him, and he grabs a caterpillar off. Silk rips. It's 1-1 one, one at this point in time. One on her. One on Jean Franklin. Holy shit. That's you, Jules. Actually, no, it's Pepper. Pepper's going to do another one. Let me do a quick uh, Pepper. Pepper attack. He's going to try. Uh, advantage. She's turns over as, 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 as Chester grabs the first one. And she's, <laughs> no, no, Matteo. And then Pepper reaches down and yanks the one off her other shoulder. Oh, my God. What? Reaches what? down and grabs it. Just says, sorry. Dude, we just won this freaking game. She's just lying there. I mean, our characters don't know yet, but we just oh won gosh. this fucking game. I mean, her so laughter is breaking into sobs as she lies on the ground, just sobs of frustration that this has turned so hard against her. Pepper's holding the cup. Oh, 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 what do I do? Oh, oh, and he just puts it down. Doesn't John have to make it out though? He has well, to make yes. it out. Well, I mean, but, it's looking bad though. But Zeb's got him. Zeb's got Ramin grappled. Right. He's, he's free for like two rooms at least right now. I gotta say, this is really good timing because my laptop just died and my phone's at like 4% <laughs> and I'm oh trying to take God. videos for let's, reels and shit like that. Let's run through one more round <laughs> of this because John Franklin's basically one round away from home free if he he's, gets through this next one. He's oh gonna double God. move and so, be there, yeah, right? Yeah, so let's I see. mean, as long as nobody else has any fucking let's ball bearings. Let's see if bearings. I can do anything about this. <laughs> We're going to reach the end of this round, and I think that's it. Uh, Jules, that's you. What do you want to do? Dude, it happens every time. I'm sorry. It happens every time. I'm excited. I think Jules is going to run over to the door, run over to the curtain, and just kind of... The eastern side where Ramin is? Yes. Okay. And just kind of peek in to see what's you going turn on. turn a few steps over. You see that this is... You see it's over here, and you open the curtain. You see Zebulon is grabbing Ramin. You realize why the shield dropped now. Zebulon, you never see him. He left in the beginning. You haven't seen him since, and you realize he was secretly the hero behind the scenes, too, giving it's you that been, fucking extra AC. Uh, He's just been I'm, off I'm just, causing gonna, mayhem. I'm just yeah, going to poke yeah. my head through. No fucking way, Zeb. <laughs> hey, hey. 
We got this. Julius, we got this. Julius, I got him. Julius, I got him. Hold it. Just keep holding him. You keep see a turtle him. shell disappearing behind a curtain as John Franklin's moving into the room beyond, going to the north, getting the fuck out of here. Um, fuck, that's that's John Franklin's turn. What do you want to do? He double moving? Yeah, John, John Franklin's going to double move. 60, okay. Here's what's happening. We're not, we're going to end the combat right there because oh, it's yeah. over. It's over. He's out of their range. No one can do anything about him. John Franklin is gone. One point versus zero points. You could just sort of, I mean, like, so basically you just have this moment. She just, eventually the laughter dies out and she just kind of like quiets. Dude, that was like, like every moment there were like 10 little vignettes where every Holy one of them shit. was clutch. Um, like Zebulon making the uh, stealth roll to distract Trace and then making another stealth roll to drop the ball bearings. Otherwise, Trace would have been in the room at that point. Um, David forgetting Ramin's turn. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't done much with him anyway. I know, I'm just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's, um, it's true. It's but there true. were like... And and both both of the Bardic Inspirations tipped the battle. They tipped like it. If, if, oh, either, if either oh, one of yeah. them failed... It would have been a it would have been a total um, a total blowout, and and <laughs> I mean even even if we just rolled a little bit lower, like like you needed a four. Yeah. If you rolled a three yeah. on that, it might that it would might have been it. Been what yeah? What was that? What was that? Uh... You got, you rolled a fourteen, I think, and I think you needed a thirteen to pass. Um, no, it was a, you rolled an eighteen, right? Because it was oh, a fourteen, right. you would yes. have. Had, I, I, rolled right. a, I rolled a fourteen. Yes, it was a fourteen. You had to hit a, you had hit a fifteen. Okay, so so Even if still, you didn't if you didn't if, use if, the bardic inspiration, yeah. right? Dude, Lord, I just realized something hilarious though, and I'm, I already said it's over, so I'm gonna go along with it because I think it's funny. Jean Franklin breaks through the curtain and immediately just ah, 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 as he's falling and rolling because he's in pure darkness now. So he's oh like going through, he's like crawling across, crawling across the floor. He can't see shit. He has the back Wait, wall. hold on. Where's the? Did they? Did they? Take oh, their lantern. He, I think he like when he breaks through the last room, he could see like into that room. The oh, lantern. He's right. fighting the, the room before the lantern room. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it would have slowed him down, but even with him slowed down, I don't think I don't think it matters. They're not gonna they're not gonna catch up to him. He can see like barely in front of him as he goes through, and he just breaks through that last uh, uh, room and sees the ladder up. And he just smiles and runs and starts to climb. And that's all we see. We see him just whoo, disappearing up the trap door, the open the window, but you hear like a rah, 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 like some cheering. Now we cut back to you guys. You drop Ramin. I imagine you let him go. It's over. And he just kind of like Dustinov looks at you. Uh, I think Jules. The curtains open. He looks in the next room and sees Dance on the ground, just like quietly, just lying there. She has like a uh, an arm covering her eyes. And she's just staring silently into, into, into her arm, just looking into the, into the sky, like not, not saying anything, not moving. Trace is just like furious, kicking and whacking at a barrel. <laughs> God damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. Um, and Armin just turns to you, uh, Zebulon, and says, Well, it seems the Sunweaver has chosen you this day, my friend. You are worthy. Zebulon is definitely still grappling him. <laughs> he's, he's, he's saying this while being like healthy. Like, <laughs> like, like Ramin walks into the other room dragging Zebulon. Holding on him. Dance eventually just kind of like you hear like sand scrape as she stands up, gets to her feet, just like one quick movement, just 
you know, slides a bunch of sand and dirt off of her dress. And without even looking you in the eye, she just moves away, walks alone through the door. I think as she passes me, I'm just going to say, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. She doesn't even look. She's just, you, all you see is the curtain closing behind her. Ramin kind of smiles towards you both and says, You have earned victory this day. It has been an honor. The light shall always be victorious, yes? Zebulon breaks the grapple and starts to like jump up and down and like try and goes over to like double high five. Jules, Jules, we won! And he's got yeah, both hands got up it. for a double high five. Oh, Chester! Shit. What's up, Chester? Yeah, we did it! Oh man! Yeah. I was Ooh. worried when I lost my caterpillar, but yeah, you guys. Oh, oh my god! Oh, and Ramin was in the corner watching you guys like high five and being all happy and stuff, and he's just kind of like, hmm. "Well, yes, it was quite impressive." I, 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 I say, and kind of like looks away. He wants no part of this. What are you doing here? I thought you were up the ladder. Oh wait, I forgot. <laughs> Strike that from the record. <laughs> he's oh yeah I have a map in front of me he's gone uh uh whoops <laughs> Ramin uh you guys really um uh and he kind of is at a loss for words and he just holds his hand out to to shake Ramin reaches out and takes your hand and you feel this like light enter your body this warmth from his, his hands it kind of lights up and he just says you will make a fine luminary Zebulon Black Thanks. Um, that uh, that actually means a lot um, <laughs> to hear you say it. Um, I'm, I'm sure that. I mean, we're not going to see the last of you. I mean, you guys are going to be luminaries too. It's, um, when the sun weaver closes one door, he opens another. We shall find that next door, and we shall see you on the other side. And it's going to be a great, like one of those double sliding doors. You guys are going to go through a great door. Sure. He walks um, away. Not this one. <laughs> not this door. <laughs> this is our this is our door. <laughs> Trace Trace just swearing and something gets up in another movie. He grabs Pepper and he's like, oh, oh yeah. Oh right. I gotta go that way. And then he walks with them. It's really awkward. I'm okay with that too. I am I am absolutely okay with that. I'll see you afterwards. I'll find you guys. Best friends. What, he, and they, what does that mean? <laughs> No but, thanks. Don't don't worry about it, Zeb. I got some explaining to do. Huh? Well, I mean, it, it's only fair. I've I've had some explaining to do myself before. So with your light, you guys all move together uh, through the rest of the way, following Jean Franklin. You reach the uh, go through like three or four rooms. You reach the other side. You climb up the ladder, and you ready yourselves for what's on the other side. You push open the trap door, and immediately just hear. as you step through and as your team is fully in focus and as you see the enemy team has come out on the other side of the room about 100 feet away this room is crowded full of people in the very center of it you see Madame Culp and you see the Rune brothers and Via Rune looks at you two and just says or looks at you four John Franklin's just standing there waiting for you and just says and the winner of the market games is the light and everyone just goes wild. Now we're Zebulon's got both hands in the yes, air. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He is pumped. I want to go around 
you know, basically here. This crowd's going wild. We're just gonna take turns, uh-huh. just yelling out wild things. Just have to have a, just just have fun with me for a second. So like, you're you're the crowd now. You're the crowd. Just like yeah, Zebulon, Zebulon, Charles, Charles. Yeah, those guys rock. Oh my God, they crushed. Oh, the light. <laughs> oh, that Jules guy's really cute. Oh wow. Oh uh, wow. Uh, I should. Us. I don't know. Not that one. <laughs> Did I turn the oven off before we came here? <laughs> I was really rooting for the other guys, but these guys are pretty cool too. Fire. Good. What? Nothing good. No, this is a conversation with some people in the stands right now. <laughs> okay, okay. He's <laughs> so having a conversation. Uh, no, I thought you said something. No, I didn't say anything. Don't worry about it. Hot dogs! Chester hot dogs! I'm kind of a big Chester fan. Keep going, keep going. Settings. Trust me. Kablooey. <laughs> fire! Fire! These guys are gonna be famous. I can tell. These guys, they're gonna be famous. I went to school with that kid. <laughs> There's a fire! There's a fire! 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 And everyone starts to go quiet as people in the bathroom. <laughs> Fire! Fire! Oh my god! Get out! out. There's a fire! There's a fire! The crowd begins to... You you hear it now. As the crowd goes, you hear the crackling inferno. You smell the smoke. It's beginning to fill the tent. You hear it. Everyone starts to funnel out the one door. You push out in a stream of people, and you see, just beyond the golden tents, a raging inferno enveloping a part of the market. And we'll call it there! Jeremy, how well do you know your neighbors? Because we are in an apartment building, (laughs) and David just screamed fire. Oh, no. Oh, shit. (laughs) No. Whoops. Oh, no. Is that a problem? I just... I didn't realize that. My bad.